Hi, welcome to episode 21 of Paranormal Blip. Tonight is a special episode dedicated to a review of Aerial Phenomenon, the film by Randall Nickerson. Randall Nickerson has been making this film for 15 years and it was released to the world on Friday, which was yesterday. Um, and due to uh, technical difficulties with the website, um, it uh, was kind of available not long ago, a couple of hours ago, so uh, four or five hours ago, I think. So I watched it and it is outstanding, absolutely outstanding. I'm going to go into some detail about why it's outstanding, but the link to this film is in the episode description. Description. Um, I'm in the UK. It cost me about £19.50 to watch it. It is definitely worth the 20... Oh, oh hold on. £19.96. That's it. Because, <laughs> like, 1996. Look at that. So it's, it's definitely worth... I mean, there's no question about it. This is better than the phenomenon. The phenomenon was the high watermark of, um, you know, UFO documentaries. I I love the phenomenon. I speak about the phenomenon often. Uh, this is James Fox's film I'm talking about that came out a couple of years ago. And, you know, people have watched the phenomenon after I've spoken to them about it. And that's really excellent. And the phenomenon acts as a fantastic... Uh, kind of introduction to um, this this topic, you know, the kind of whole UFO, UAP area. Um, and what I wanted after the phenomenon was what I have now with aerial phenomenon, which is a deep dive into one um, absolutely extraordinary case. And of course, now James Fox is doing something similar with his uh, new film coming out uh, soon. Um, and, you know, I expect that to be outstanding because James Fox is an outstanding filmmaker, you know, and his new film is called Moment of Contact and I'll be reviewing that as soon as I can see it. Um, so there's a couple of things to say, just, uh, you know, in terms of the kind of technical filmmaking, it's, it looks absolutely beautiful absolutely brilliant it's edited really well there's great footage used excellent archive footage and a massive expanse of archive footage lots and lots and lots it goes there's a nice chronology into the story you know how john mack got involved how cynthia hines who is um mufon's coordinator in africa got involved it all really starts with tim leach who comes out of this an absolute hero this is bbc cameraman who was on like in the war zones in uh, africa basically going from war to war filming for the bbc bang bang as he called it that kind of that was his job um a very kind of you know hard job to do uh, but he was absolutely bowled over by this story that was came, coming out of brewer in zimbabwe near harare um, so there's a couple of, you know, very uh, charismatic, very interesting people in this film. There's also the, the filmmaking is 
is is gorgeous you see the animals of zimbabwe it's amazing to see you know the, this kind of me megafauna as i like to call it um walking around um and of course there's a couple of school landings that we know about Ariel Westall in Australia is famous, Broadhaven in the UK, uh, Hillsides College in Michigan as well, and I think there may be a few more. And um, apparently Preston Dennett is the kind of go-to person for that. Um, so let's take a look at what, what we're dealing with here. Basically, the heart of this documentary is following one of the... Um, one of the experiences, one of the people who had this extraordinary experience. And essentially what's happened is, as the uh, film itself quotes, on September, sorry, I, I quote the film itself, I should say, the kind of publicity around the film. So this is the, you know, what you see when you go to aerialphenomenon.com. It says on September the 16th, 1994, 62 students at Ariel School in Zimbabwe witnessed something incredible. It has impacted their lives to this day. It's time to tell their story. Did I say 1996 earlier? I should have said 1994, which is the year after um, Jurassic Park came out. Do you remember Jurassic Park? Nobody remembers Jurassic Park anymore. Um, yeah, but maybe I said 96. So I didn't spend £19.96. I spent £19.94. So one of those uh, witnesses, experiences, is a woman called Emily Trim. And Emily, uh, her folks were missionaries living in Zimbabwe. And you know obviously very religious and they they didn't talk about it they didn't talk about the experience that emily and her brother and her sister had um in fact they kind of packed up and went to canada and emily grew up knowing that she couldn't really talk about it and her brother was very traumatized by this um and so the film follows emily as she comes back to aerial school for the first time and she hasn't been back in something like 20 years um i think maybe it's 25 years um so you know a long long time and this is an experience that has absolutely shaped her life and the way that she was able to communicate her feelings about this experience was through her art um, and her artwork is absolutely extraordinary, like packed with power. One of the reasons why this is such an outstanding documentary is that it takes time with these important emotional uh, moments that are happening to, to the uh, experiences, to the people that experience this incredible event. Um, there's lots and lots of close close-ups, real hard close-ups on the faces of the people as adults recounting the events of their childhood and 
there's lots and lots of archive footage of the children talking to uh you know like local reporters uh, a local reporter first of all who's also kind of comes back 28 years later or whatever it is and also talking to john mack and as someone who works with students i've talked to hundreds of children if not thousands there's no question in my mind for what it's worth um, that these children are telling the truth i mean no question at all if you've spoken to a child and you know especially if they've been some kind of you know worry or something like that something on their minds you know when it's genuine and it's 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 absolutely as clear as day that this is a genuine uh, series of um, testimonies 60 I mean, you know 60 is a lot yeah 60 um and also from the the parent the uh, the staff members point of view the teachers point of view it's really interesting so what happened ariel if you don't know i mean you know you obviously watch the film for the whole extraordinary detail of what happened and this does a much better job than the phenomenon for instance to go into the detail of the uh, of the event, and it makes sense now why there are uh, differences in different people's uh, kind of reporting of what happened. It makes sense why one person saw something slightly different to something else, and essentially why that is is because this was a extremely unusual experience where time was shifting where uh, beings that emerged from this craft that landed were moving not like we move in a different way they were running in slow motion uh, somebody says somebody says they um, would run in slow motion to a particular place and then immediately they'd be back at the place where they started and they kept doing this this pattern uh, another person says that one minute the craft was there the next second it was gone you couldn't really place it it was appearing in spots and that the uh, feelings that they had were physical feelings feelings of their heart racing and slowing at the same time so if you place yourself within that 15 minutes of high strangeness it makes you at least makes me realize at least that it's perfectly in fact it it, it adds to the sense that something definitely happened, something unusual happened. Um, you know that that everybody comes away with slightly different experience, as you would, you know. Um, and that, that moment, actually, when they're talking about that, but when they're talking about the fifteen-minute event, that is absolutely outstanding. There are there's scene after scene, section after section of this film 
which is absolutely outstanding work. I mean, just brilliant. And I, you know, I've watched enough documentaries to know a good documentary, and this is right up there. Absolutely right up there, let alone a UFO documentary. This is a documentary about people. This is what Randall Nixon has been saying um, in the kind of lead up to, you know, in promoting this uh, this film. It's about, you know, a, an incredible event, obviously, but mainly it's about people and it's about the emotional charge that that event left in their lives and the way that it changed their lives. And it is absolutely brilliant on that level. Now, there's something about the craft that reminded me actually of what James Fox was saying, which, um, oh, by the way, I apologize for the audio on that and the archive a couple of week, couple of episodes ago. I think it was episode 19, where I was reviewing A Tear in the Sky. Um, so that beautiful story that James Fox um, tells but the audio is really terrible and that's um that that's not me it's <laughs> it's not me gov it's nothing to do with me i was just ripping the audio but also you know giving credit to the to the um to martin willis who who recorded the audio <laughs> and you can see a link of the uh, you know find a link in the episode description of episode 19 if you want but it, it's bad audio but anyway with, even if you if if you just listen to my thing you'd be able to pick up um that that uh, James Fox talks about uh, this kind of luminescence of the craft as if the craft is alive yeah this sense that the craft is alive now one of the witnesses um, of the aerial um, event speaks about uh, the craft being natural not man-made um, and that really reminded me there's something about the, the, the disjointed uh, nature and the, the way that things are moving in an unpredictable fashion it really reminded me of the descriptions in Chains of the Sea um, that extraordinary piece of writing, that, that section in Chains of the Sea, where the beings come out of the, um, spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't read Chains of the Sea, or go listen to it. What is it, episode eight or something like that? I did, did an audio recording of it. So go listen to that. Yeah, it's a very popular episode. The easily the most popular episode. Um, took me ages to do that, yeah. But anyway, there's a bit in it where if you don't want to know, just skip ahead for about a couple of seconds. What, 15 seconds? Yeah, yeah. There's a bit in it when the the beings come out. Do you remember that bit? They come out of the craft in Chains of the Sea and they're shifting and they're totally unpredictable and they shift shape, like basically shapeshifters. And there's something brilliant in the, his writing, um, Gardner Dozois' writing, which reminded me a lot of this this shifting sense of slow motion and disappearing and very difficult to grasp, very difficult to see even, and also the si the idea of somehow the the sun and the light and a brightness um, and a natural you know kind of sense of of the craft 
William reminded me very strongly of Chains of the Sea. So Emily's journey really is a journey connected to stigma. The reason why her um, parents didn't want to talk about it is because it didn't fit in with her, with their, um, you know, kind of religious beliefs. And something interesting that somebody says in the in the documentary that when um, John Mack started to get grief from Harvard, which is a kind of well-known, you know, part of the John Mack story, somebody says, you know, we we have, uh, like, we we practice religion at the thing, like, you know, we we kind of practice um, Christianity at Harvard, you know, so we're okay with angels, but we're not okay with extraterrestrials. Um, and Daniel Sheehan appears and he says that Harvard is the chief proponents of a worldview we live by, which is a lovely way of kind of, you know, crystallizing that idea that there are some things, I mean, this is the whole thing about stigma, you know, there are some things that we're comfortable pushing up against and trying to kind of progress and try to kind of move forward. And there's a whole bunch of other things that we just don't want to go there. Not you and me. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're, you're with me. Do you know what I mean? But just as a kind of general, you know, as a um, population at large. And the effects of that stigma, though, the effects of, you know, being told not to talk about that experience, you know, it has a, a huge damaging, traumatizing effect on people that have had extraordinary experiences and the incredible courage of the witnesses that Randall incredibly like to his huge credit you know to to um, you know uh, speaking to them about uh, sharing their story on camera I mean fantastic and of course the courage that they that they have the witnesses have to tell their story um, yeah, so thank you. You know, I know quite a few of them are, are based in, in the UK. If you get to listen to this, you know, I genuinely think that you are absolutely doing the right thing by coming forward and speaking. It must be, I mean, of course, like, you know, it's, it's impossible for me to really conceive what it must be like to kind of be in your position to have lived through that 15 minutes so um and one of the witnesses says i don't think the answers are out there i don't think you can find the answers by googling it or talking to others about it it's a long story maybe look it will come in this lifetime maybe in the next and i think that's you know absolutely right there's the, the this is a multiple um, you know, meant there's not just one phenomena, obviously, you know, there's many, many different uh, manifestations of many different phenomena, you know, and this is a fascinating case, and it is the film that we have been waiting for. It is far and away the best UFO documentary I've seen. It's one of the best documentaries I've seen, you know. I mean, it's right up there with The Act of Killing. It's right up there with Shoah. They, they obviously do different things. 
and they are, you know, uh, I mean, they are extraordinary masterworks, do you know what I mean? But, but I really think, I seriously think that this is an outstanding piece of work. And for Randall Nixon to have the tenacity to, to spend 15 years doing this is, you know, just extraordinary. And thank God he, um, you know, for all of the gripes of people moaning that, you know, it wasn't available yesterday, who gives a damn, you know. <laughs> like, you, you can buy this, you can get this very straightforward now. The website is up, get it now, yeah? Watch it, support Randall, give him a bit of the money back that he's been kind of, you know, spending years and years and years and years and years pursuing this story. And he has come up with a masterpiece, an absolute masterpiece. And it's the kind of story that you can talk to anybody. If they're interested in UFOs, if they're not interested in UFOs, it doesn't matter. Because this is about people. This is about people that undergo an extraordinary event and what happens to their lives afterwards. And it is absolutely brilliantly done. It's beautiful. Absolutely technically sublime. Yeah. But also, of course, it's the emotional impact of it that that makes the difference. So as you can tell, I was absolutely blown away by it. Absolutely blown away by it. And I really look forward to seeing it again. And I think I've got another, I don't know, like 50 hours or something to watch it again. I can't find it on my... Oh, I've, I haven't got it on my tab anymore. I've tabbed it off. <laughs> anyway, I'm definitely going to watch it again. I, I thoroughly recommend it. Thoroughly recommend it. Um, so that's it. There we go. Five stars. Five out of five stars. Absolute, you know, instant classic. Um, I think that, you know, in all seriousness, if you're interested in the phenomena, if you're interested in the paranormal, you've got to see this film, okay? And it's a very straightforward way of saying to Mr. Nickerson, thank you for your work. Uh, you know, so see it, buy it, tell your friends and encourage them to see it as well. And yeah, it's outstanding, absolutely outstanding. So Randall, if you listen to this, thank you very much for your outstanding film. Absolutely brilliant. What a thing to do for 15 years. But what a what an achievement. What a thing to have made. Absolutely brilliant. And to Emily and to all of the other um, experiences, thank you for your courage. Thank you for your like, you know, proper trailblazing, blazing, um, knocking down the stigma, which is, you know, as I say on every episode, more or less, it is my, you know, absolute belief that uh, if not everybody, if, if everybody hasn't had a paranormal experience, they definitely know somebody that has had a paranormal experience, somebody that they absolutely trust, you know, somebody they trust with their lives has had a paranormal experience. I know just by, you know, because I talk about it all the time, the number of people that have come up to me and spoken to me about it, things that, I mean, this is in the film as well, you know, um, they're, say, they're telling Randall things 
that they haven't told their husbands or their anyone else in their family, you know. And when you open up that, uh, and this is the great thing about perceptions today as well, when you open up a space where people feel that it's possible to speak about these challenging, difficult, sometimes traumatic experiences, you know, that is that is a good thing. That is a good thing. We want to be the people that, uh, you know, open up those spaces. Yeah. So thank you, Randall, for doing that uh, on such an important um, case, an important part of our history. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I totally loved it. So thank you. So I'll be back very soon. Um, this is a special. I needed to play the Blanc Blancs. But this is a special review. So, you know, no news, no archive uh, in this episode. But I'll be back very soon. So thank you ever so much for listening. Obviously, follow me on Twitter at Paranormal Blip. And Instagram is Paranormal underscore podcast underscore. No, it isn't. Paranormal underscore blip underscore podcast. I always back that up, don't I? Yeah. That's part of the part of the bit, isn't it? Part of the hilarious bit where I mess up the address for Instagram. Okay, take care. See you soon.